Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage and Shuri is a brand new Malayalam language fantasy mystery. It had its premiere at the beginning of the year at the International Film Festival of Kerala and it was just released on the streaming service Sony Live. I think for many people, me included, it has been among the most awaited films of the year for the simple reason that it marks the newest film by director Ligio Joe's Pelliceri. Someone who has gained kind of a cult status over the last years because of his very fascinating and unique filmography. Dennis and I have watched and reviewed four of his previous films and though we didn't love all of them, they were nevertheless all very different from the mainstream and always quite interesting. Angamali Diaries was the first one we saw and its raw and energetic power overwhelmed and fascinated us. We thought Amen was pretty overstuffed and hard to fully connect to, but could heavens does it have style. His 2018 comedy drama Ima Yao is the one we truly loved and I think it's probably the sharpest, most poignant and most humane film of his. One year later he did Jali Katu, which was just about 90 minutes long and a rousing allegory executed as this never-ending beautifully coordinated chaos. And I think kind of surprisingly it was picked as India's official entry to the Oscars. So expectations were certainly high what Pelliceri is bringing to the table this time, as all of his films have similarities but are also quite different from each other. I still have to watch his first two films Nayakan and City of God, as well as the 2015 action comedy Double Barrel, but I think it's safe to say that Shuruli is his most surreal and enigmatic one yet. It's a mystery, but one where you shouldn't expect any clear answers at the end. There is certainly room for interpretation and there might be hidden layers to it, which can be intended or accidental. With art in general, and more so with surreal things like a David Lynch film for example, there's of course always the stuff, the story, characters, themes, meanings that are coming directly from the filmmaker, but it's also something that's open for the audience to explore. We always bring our own experiences, thoughts and ideas to something and if something resonates and talks to you can be a very individual thing. One point I try to make here is that mystery films like Churuli aren't necessarily the super complex, super thoughtful and meaningful constructions you might think they are, which doesn't necessarily take anything away from the enjoyment and experience you have with it, but just because something is very open and ambiguous doesn't mean it's a stroke of genius, full of amazing thoughts and metaphors. Nor does it need to be though. It could just be a very immersive, atmospheric little tale that makes your head spin and that would be fine too. Now, before I go deeper into the film, I just want to address an issue that I had while watching this. It was my first time watching something on Sony Live and I guess it can very likely be a problem just for me since I was streaming the movie here from Austria, but the image quality was really quite disappointing. This is a film that has such a beautiful cinematography, but a lot of that got a little bit lost on me. The movie appeared to be so compressed and the data rate so low that it very much compromised the experience. Of course, I could see the movie just fine and with static shots it was really no problem at all, but with movement either from the characters or the camera it always became way too blurry for something that is watched in 2021. So again, not sure if this is an issue with Sony Live in general or just that I streamed it from another country. Which actually shouldn't be a problem since they provide the option and also receive money for it. But let's get into the movie.
It starts with a nice little animated sequence about a Brahmin who is going into a forest to capture an entity and who then gets more and more lost. Of course this little tale is then mirrored very closely by our actual story. Chiroli was written by S. Harish based on a short story by Vinay Thomas. Our two main protagonists are two policemen, played by Vinay Ford and Shemban Vino Jos. And the story itself is actually quite simple. They go undercover to a forest, to the titular place Chiroli, to find and arrest a man called Joy. A man they basically know nothing about. It appears to be a rather straightforward narrative, but that changes when they cross a very distinct point in a scene that honestly became a little bit tiring to me. A jeep has to cross this narrow little bridge, which is depicted in a way that makes it out to be this super challenging obstacle, only that I was wondering why they couldn't just slowly drive over it. It reminded me of a scene in William Friedkin's Sorcerer, only on a much smaller scale. But I guess it's not just a physical obstacle, which seems to be made out harder than it actually is, but also some kind of metaphysical barrier. It's like our protagonists are entering some kind of other dimension. It is said at one point that surely is no ordinary place and once they have crossed this bridge, things change. The most obvious change, everyone is swearing like a sailor. And this will continue for the rest of the movie. It's like our two protagonists are entering a more savage, more brutal and more relentless world. I'm afraid all this cursing is something that gets a little bit lost in translation. For me it boiled down to not much more than a slightly comedic effect and maybe that's about it. There's certainly a dark humor touch to Churuli as it was to all of Pelissari's previous movies that I have seen. There's also this moment in which Vinay Ford's character is encountering a local woman who then lifts up her axe into the air and is chasing after him. Which is also something coming across primarily as comedic. Churuli has shades of folk horror in it. Outsiders who are coming to this remote, mysterious place and community that is strange and dangerous. Think of movies like Midsommar. Yet this one never goes into full horror territory. It has moments of sci-fi and fantasy and it makes you wonder what's going on and where this will all lead, but it never becomes that intense or thrilling. Things never completely escalate and it's much more a very slow burn. The big motive of the film is a spiral, which is allured to or directly shown in many instances. For example early on when our protagonists arrive in a bus that is slowly approaching on the curved road in the middle of nowhere. Truly is about this spiral, this labyrinth that leads our protagonists and us the audience to some mysterious place. It's like they are getting stuck in limbo, getting lost in time and space. And I was quite intrigued for a while as Pelissari and his team are able to create this really dense and captivating atmosphere. The feeling that there is something more behind the endless images of nature, that there is a foreign power or dimension if you will that somewhere in between the real world. The forest, the woods as something mysterious and possibly dangerous is of course again a very common motif in horror and fantasy. It also reminded me a little bit of the Andrei Tarkovsky classic Stalker, in which two men are entering a mysterious post-apocalyptic zone. A place that is also very much just like the actual world, but somehow through the way it is captured more than that. Something metaphysical. The cinematography in Shuruli was done by Madhu Nila Kandan and the setting and atmosphere are what I enjoyed the most. Almost equally important for that is the remarkable sound design that is able to immerse you into this world through its combination of nature sounds and some otherworldly noises. With that being said, I also felt the movie is really lacking some focus and the barebones story doesn't really go anywhere for a majority of the time. And when it finally does go somewhere in the finale, it wasn't nearly enough for me. And again, some of it just felt more comedic than anything else. When our protagonists are threatened to get killed, 
I really wasn't feeling any menace. And in general, I felt very indifferent because the characters and to be honest, also the performances didn't really hook me. They did at first and the dynamic between the two of them had potential and there are indeed a few interesting aspects about how each of them is influenced and changed by this new world. Yet I still didn't really care and to be honest I thought Vinay Ford remained rather bland in the role. He should be the one that really connects us to it, who is slowly absorbed by his surroundings and turning mad. But as it is, it wasn't really gripping at all. Chemban Vino Joes has a little bit more gravitas, but I felt the only strong presence came from Jaffa Idoki, who I enjoyed very much. Towards the end there are also two other familiar actors in very small roles, but that didn't do much for me either as I felt the whole finale is rather lackluster and had a strong continuation and escalation from what came before. And somehow in the end I was reminded of that earlier scene where the truck is crossing the bridge. The film has its strong points, mainly the dense mystery atmosphere, but it never amounts to much or meaningful and felt rather tedious and random. One can always say with movies like this that you have to watch it again to pick up on more clues and layers, but for that a movie needs to have better qualities that make me want to spend the time again. And unfortunately with this one I don't really want to. I don't think it's a bad film at all, it had me intrigued for a long time, but then it still lost me because I think it itself is rather lost about what it wants to be and say. So in German I'd say Es ist Verlass darauf, dass Ligio Joes Peliserie einen Film abliefert, der anders und zumindest interessant ist. Aber Churuli hat sich für mich leider doch irgendwann zu sehr selbst verloren. I give Churuli 5 out of 10. It's more like 5.4. But I don't do that. Alright, that's it like always. Comment below and let me know what you think about Churuli. And also let me know what is your favorite film by Ligio Joes Peliserie. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd and also on Patreon simply at The Jimmy Cage. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give me a thumbs up. Share, subscribe, whatever you like and make sure you hit that bell for all I have to tell.